Can we can we follow you on Twitter though? Yeah, Numb Bills fan on Twitter. N U M B. I don't know if you know how to spell numb. Yeah, probably. Um. Anyways, I'm your co-host Adam Deacon. You can follow me on Twitter at Numb Bills Adam D. You can follow all of our bullshit numbillsfan.com. It's a really great site. You should stop by. I'm not giving it enough credit. Um. So pretty rough week, uh, pretty rough week for Bills fans right now. Well, today, today, today is a day where you go. Why is your name not Bills fan? Did you come up with a better name? Yeah, there's probably a better name out there, but we're this far in the game. All right, learn a little something about marketing. Don't take notes from us. Being said, with that statement. After the news of yesterday, I was like, even the first news of Shaq Lawson being out, and now the new news of, well, newer news of Sammy Watkins being out for a pinch. You're thinking right now, I am numb. I am just numb because with the Bills, anything is expected. I don't care what happens. You, it, yeah, you're just like, I can't a even. A pig is going to fly in the air and just kill Rex Ryan when it falls on him. Yeah, you're just like, I can't even deal with this bullshit in my life today. <laughs> but it's really going to be like a minotaur that like flies down or like Goro, like real live Goro from Mortal you, Kombat 3 just comes and just stops. That's Mortal on. Kombat 1. You got to stop smoking that shit. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. This is a serious deal here. So I, I am not in shock right now. I've always wondered, are we ever going to have a first-round pick again that, like, is hurt? And, you know, you have the Smith kid in the draft, and you have the Miles Jack kid in the draft, and the one kid gets drafted by da- by Dallas, and the doctors clear and say, yeah, he's going to play this year. And you, you was thought to miss a whole year, that awesome linebacker in the draft. And yeah. that Dallas picked up, like the, the, their doctors had like a tip on him. I think they worked on him. And somehow we end up, our luck, we end up with the one that's actually going to miss time. And we're all psyched on this, like, oh man, great value, yada yada. The Buffalo Bills wanted this guy, they risked it. They wanted him. What's that tell you? Am I angry about it? No, don't take my tone for that. Shit happens. Get used no, to it. I if mean, you're new to being a Bills fan, get used to it. I mean, my take on it, and I, I said it on Twitter. I'm, I'm not looking at it. I'm not reading it off here. But basically, I said, if you thought Shaq Lawson was a good value at 19 last week, 
and you don't still think so, you're an asshole. <laughs> Plain and simple. You're an asshole. All right, Vic Carucci, he came right out, and he's like, oh, Doug Whaley, the, the Bill's office, this is an embarrassment. No, they still got the same player that they, they thought they were getting at 19. He's having some preventative surgery. He's protecting the time he's invested in playing football. He's taking care of himself. What the hell do you want the kid to do? If you would have gone out there week one and – and sprained his ankle and missed a few weeks. Would anyone have the same reaction? No, but because like they had an idea that there was an issue, possibly. I mean, I still think we were lucky to get him at 19. They... They wanted the kid, like you said. For If you read the statement that, that Doug Whaley had, he pretty much lays it out that Shaq Lawson really wants to get himself right for the Bills. He doesn't even want to risk his shoulder. Sounds like he tweaked it doing a swim move at yeah. practice. And what I think is cool is this kid is going to risk in turn, in layman's terms, he's going to risk the stats that he has that he could put off his rookie year. I wish, I don't know, if there was a way to almost guarantee that he can make it through the season, personally I'd prefer him to play through the season, but he's not a horse. I'm not going to run, you know what I mean? These are human beings, you know? Right. And it's so cool that And, and it's he football, has and any single one of these guys can drop off that roster on any given play. Players get hurt every week. Who was the Steelers guard that tore his ACL against the Bills? It was right in front of me. Ah, oh, I forgot his name. First rounder. I am drawing a blank. Um, I... Oh, it was awful. I feel it was... It might have even been preseason for him. And... The Steelers drafted him a few years back, and I was there, and the kid just tore his ACL right in front of us, out for the season. And you just feel so bad for these guys because they work to get to that moment. And Shaq Lawson, you know, I was laughing at Adam Schefter. I am eating crow now. But it shows a lot if the guy wants to actually go in there and get it taken care of. But as a Bills fan, a lot of people were thinking that we're going to have a, a very, very high-impact guy in the first round of the draft to help the defense, and now he's not going to be there maybe for four games, six games, eight games, nine games. There's they said no, probably like four games. They don't have a timetable, though. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, they no, have, no. They they released this afternoon after the surgery. They said it was a success and that he should be ready around week four. All that time. All that time. You know, so... 
what do you do? I mean, you run your defense. Who who steps up? I don't know, man. IKN and Polly, Manny Lawson. Well, it's just I was listening to uh, WGR and, and Matthew Matthew Collar, the guest we had on from WGR. I think uh, it's at Matthew Collar WGR on Twitter, and he had a nice uh, he he had some good points, very good points. Where rookie pass rushers really do not rack up that many sacks. Like JJ Watt had five and a half, you know Khalil Mack had four. So the way I look at it is, can La- can Manny Lawson just slide in there and put up similar production as a pass rusher? That's all we're looking for in a match. Can he get one sack of four games? You know what I mean? Can can he yeah. set the edge on the run? Can he stop the run? Now Manny Lawson's an extremely smart I mean, player, but he, he also not generally Mario- plays the other side of the field though too. It, it, he he is not Mario Williams by any means. Well, the other thing I was thinking is. Uh, You know, could maybe Adolphus Washington play on the edge? Uh uh-uh. uh, he's too big. He's he's big. He's a, he's a nose tackle because they're gonna play the three four. So it's like. So he, I mean, does uh, it really ma- I, with 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 the addition of these linebackers? Does it even really affect us that? I mean, obviously having no, no, having you, your first round pick up there is is gonna affect. Do you want to know something? I I can't I can't label it. We're not looking at Jim Schwartz's defense here. We're looking at a maniac. We're looking at a guy in Rex Ryan that is a maniac. If you think that this guy's got to be more motivated than ever, and I was impressed, believe it or not, with what he was trying to do last year. I I know it's dumb. It didn't work. It didn't work. I feel Rex Ryan is two steps ahead of the game. People aren't seeing it. He is two steps ahead of the game. It failed. It failed, but I don't think the team the team we know did that, not buy in. That's a that's a hard argument to like get past. No, I, I'm gonna get past it right now. Excuse me. I'm gonna get past it that right now. He brought up a very good point. He goes, "Yeah, you can get rid of the ball in one and a half seconds, two seconds, but where are you throwing that? Where are you throwing it?" He's got something up his sleeves, or, you know, I'm thinking if they execute things correctly, they you're going to be in the right spot. But you have to have everybody on that side, all 11, buying in, studying, communicating with the coaches. Because you want to know something? That defense turned itself around, and people could say, oh, I'm going to run what I run, you know? And they had really, they played a, 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 they had a great game plan against the Patriots in game two. The night and day. And and against the Patriots, you saw game one trying to just clog the passing lanes. Game two, actually knocking Brady around. So it was two different things. At the same time, Rex better know how he wants to use Shaq Lawson to relate to now exactly what role he would have for this team when he steps in. He better have something figured out. And it better be simple for him. He's going to miss all the training camp, all the OTAs. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be doing everything he can 
to prepare mentally, but it's not the same. It's definitely not the same. Is this kid going to be in football shape when he steps on the field? Hope so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that's the thing. That's the thing. It I'm sure you know, I'm not a doctor, but I'm so fascinated. Oh, you're not? Cats out of the bag. I'm not a doctor, but I, I will say I, I'm very curious about stem cells, you know? And I always I have Dave, like this 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 Star Dave, Trek look at, fantasy. Look at me, look at me. Why? The answer is no. You can't just stick some stem cells in and his shoulder's all good. Like, that's not how it works. They can't do this? Like, some provider, you know, I'm thinking Star Trek here. Like, all right, let's get this shit rolling. All right, get the stem cells. You know what? You want to just, like, run the little, like, medical instrument over his shoulder and then it's, like, all good? I want you to shoot me with a nail gun and just throw me in a bath of stem cells, is what I'm saying. Rapid fire. I don't know how the nails are going to come out or just poke me really fast because I'm going to become a superhuman. But that's what I think about. It's like, it's such a long time. I don't think that's how that works either. This is awful. Speaking as a superhuman, (laughs) that is not how it happens. (laughs) The timetable, I'm trying to think of every... You know, I'm thinking like, all right, well, (laughs) this shoulder has like a crack in it. This is like how my brain works. I'm thinking, all right. Shaq lost his shoulder, has a crack in it. Alright, well, instead of a cortisone shot, let's throw, throw some, you know, let's just throw some uh, stem cells in there, which in my head are like sperms that like swim to the area in need. That's and not then, how it works at all. And then it slowly gets stronger, and it's like, yo, Shaq, just go get, take my advice. I'm a doctor. Just go get your shoulder shot up next time. You already got the surgery. All right. Now that you got the surgery, go get it's the stem done, cells. Son. Get it's the over. stem cells shot in there now, and you'll be like Wolverine. You'll heal up four weeks faster. It's... You'll make camp. <laughs> Listen to me. You'll make camp. But next time, what you should have did is shot the stem cells in there. It's like a preventative measure to last yourself through the season. I just wish he would have decided to be such a nice guy for the Bills, like, right after the draft. Like, three weeks ago. And I know I can't control that. You know, I'm not mad at him, but it just, that is, like, the common sentiment is the timing sucks. Oh, whatever. You ever thought you were ready for something, and then you, like, went to do it, and you were like, oh, shit, I'm not ready? Yeah. Yeah. But then when you Me do too. it, you feel really good. So I guess we answered the question. Who knows? This this gives guys the real chance to step up. And it has some interesting guy. Does that mean the striker kid maybe has a chance to get more reps? You know, Maybe he'll be out there. Maybe this IK, is the time for opportunity. Maybe IKN and Polly can punch his way to a roster spot. I, I mean, hopefully he can punch his way up the death chart for himself, you know? But, so that was like the first part of our day. And then, oh, Sammy Watkins' foot is broke. And if you were drinking something, you dropped it on the floor. And you screamed, fuck. And... I definitely screamed, fuck. 
How does it work? I'm doing it now. I just close my eyes, and just the thought of this, I'm like, Really, Sammy? What the hell were you doing? How did you break your foot? Okay, but the way it broke and the way it actually is... So what's the deets on that? I guess he had, I guess he had some surgery. Yeah, but how did it break? Do you know? Oh, I don't no, know. I, I, I don't even did know. having a practice? Was but he playing kickball with his kid? He, he says he's good. That's, that's the important part. He says that he's good. Well, Bill's Fanatics on Twitter. On Twitter, yep. They said four to six weeks to me. And some people are saying... Yo, they're, they're saying he's good week one. That's what I'm worried about, week one. I think Sammy's more interesting to talk about because no Shaq Lawson... I don't think that's a huge loss. I just want to see him develop faster than than not. At the same time, it gives guys behind Shaq Lawson time to develop and really maybe make a name for themselves, maybe turn some heads. Because you know Shaq is going to be the entrenched starter. This, this makes the Sammy Watkins thing, just in case, though, it's going to make, going to make preseason kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys trying to get a roster spot right now. I love during camp watching a wide receiver. And then you're always disappointed when they caught. Chris Hogan never would get caught. I always, last year I was like, man, I don't know. Actually, no, last year I knew he'd be on the team. The year before that, I was like, man, I don't know. So I like this Hogan kid. He's very... Yeah, he's gone now, though. Hey, he's got a nice contract. Chris, happy for you, bud. Hard work pays off. But... Man, I can't wait to see who steps up. You know, what if Des Lewis makes a name for himself? You know, what about Hankerson? The three guys they brought in had a combined over a thousand yards receiving amongst themselves. You know, they got to keep in mind they're not number one targets, they're not number two targets, they're not number three targets. They're they're guys at the very bottom doing spot duties. So you have to look at the opportunities that they get. Yeah, but I mean, you know. You know who I want to see in camp? I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, shout out to Lethal James for beefing with me. I made a statement on Twitter that said, I think Robert Woods was as good as Steve Johnson his rookie year. And I'm and I'm off base. But I remember when Joe Bascalia was breaking down Robert Woods, how he's like essentially the Bills drafted Steve Johnson. They drafted Steve Johnson all the way down to his mannerisms. You know, the way he runs routes. And honestly, you can't argue with that. But what I will argue with anybody, Robert Woods does not get the opportunity Steve Johnson got. And my main point with Robert Woods is don't sleep on this kid. I don't think he's bad. People say you need a true number two, true number two. What do you mean? You want a guy who, when you throw the ball, he catches the ball. That's Robert Woods. You want a nice route runner. You got that. You know, he, and he's tough. Yeah, I mean, he didn't He didn't look as good to me this past year as he but did But he was injured. Before. But he was Give injured. Give him the pass. Let's, I mean, we'll see. I can't wait to see because. We'll see. If they, I get, That's I, where I'm at. It's his contract year. He's pumped. And the reason I say it's a contract year 
and he's pumped is because that's just how it goes with the Bills. We fall in love with these guys, and then you can't keep them. Jerry's bird. But I trust the Bills. They make a good decision. But he also might cement himself on the Bills roster into a second contract just through preseason because Robert Woods is the kind of guy where if you like him, you want to lock him in earlier. And he would sign that contract knowing, you know what, I like the coaches here. I like the chemistry. They want me. I want to be here. And he's just he's a good kid. Just got his degree from USC. Like, he's really doing it. So, and plus he likes motorcycles. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> but I, I just look at it like if this kid was given the opportunity. Now it's Robert Woods' time. Welcome, Robert. You are now number one on the depth chart in OTAs. Maybe all a training camp. Oh, there you go. But probably at least OTAs. Therefore, he's going to get targeted. He's going to be able to show what he could do to the coaches. They're going to fall in love with him if he shows, if he doesn't show. But I have, honestly, I would tip the scales 80-20 that the coaches would be impressed with him. Not that they, they already know what he's capable of, obviously. But I think competition really, knowing that you got these kids, he ain't stupid. He knows these guys are way cheaper than him. He knows that, like, you know, as far as second contract. Right. He might have yeah. this Hankerson oh, yeah. kid lined up, you know. So, Robert Woods, to me, is the most interesting depth chess piece, you could say, with the receivers. Then again, I look over the I look over the free agent wire, and you see guys like Dwayne Bowe, who seems like he never has really lived up to his potential. And you see a couple other guys, you know, old man Roddy White out there. I didn't realize how old he was, dude. I thought, like, Roddy White was, like, 30. I was like, man, why is everybody shitting on Robert White? Calling him, or Roddy White, calling him all old and shit. And I look at, like, did a nice fantasy draft with uh, <laughs> build, with uh, the dudes at Building the Herd. They did uh, a franchise. What the hell? Connector franchise shit? Some dudes on Twitter, if you're listening, holler. Sorry, I don't know who you are. But uh, I never did one of those. And I was, like, looking at, like, free agents for receivers, and Roddy White's, like, 34. I'm like, 34? Get the hell out of here. But yeah. Yo, man, Nick, I had monster stats. Very disappointing yeah. the last three years, though, four years in, in fantasy. This is the first year I didn't have Roddy White on any roster. But he would not show up <laughs> until, like, near the end of the season. And if you're not in the playoffs, game over, kid. Don't be dependent on Roddy White in the beginning of the season. Do you think they're going to bring somebody else in at receiver? Do you think they're going to kick the tires on anybody? I, I think. I don't I don't know. think they are, man. I, I doubt it. We've seen this movie play out before with, with uh, Doug Whaley. And usually, when they're right here, I think they feel loaded. They feel loaded. Then again, I wouldn't be shocked if they bring somebody else in. Because they have that roster spot, right? I mean, Yeah. Or I don't. How the hell does that work? If he's injured, getting surgery, can you bring in somebody else? Or does that still count on your max right now? Oh yeah, it probably counts towards your max. I have no clue. John Murphy, I know you're listening, John Murphy. Chris Brown, no. will you guys figure this out for me? Chris Brown, this is a great inside the Bills blog. All right, I don't care that much to figure it out myself because all I'm gonna do is tweet you, Chris Brown. And ask you, hey man, Chris Brown, 
or Sal Capaccio, you might be listening. Hey, Sal, I know you're on vacation. Figure that out. If a guy is injured now, Sammy Watkins situation, Shaq Lawson situation, does that count as a roster spot? I know it sounds like a dumb question, but I got to know so I can see what guy that I've never heard of out of a D3 college at wide receiver that they're going to bring in. Thank you. Yours truly, Numb Bills fan. All right. So. Yeah. Man, Sammy Watkins, people are shredding it, obviously. This, they're Bills fans, and it seems like, again, Bills fans just love to live in the glass half-empty area. And we said, you know what? We just see the negative shit. Uh, it might not be as negative as we think. It's just we see it. Then again, I'm seeing stuff from Buffalo Rumblings, like even Brian Galford himself. Listed out the five guys that they have that have injuries. And, and he labels, you know, I don't know. I think it's 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 too cheap. You know what I mean? It's so easy to live in a spew of shit. It's so easy to be so negative. And it sucks. But I think it's, it's, it's something that's interesting where you get to see what pieces of the puzzle are are going to come together in the depth chart. And I think that's very important. There's a positive to this in a way. So Sammy Watkins knows the system. He knows what he's got to do. But the biggest issue, really, is developing chemistry with Tyrod Taylor. And that's what the Bills have been touting this whole offseason. You know, they didn't have time together last year. They didn't have OTAs and... You know, Sammy Watkins was recovering from hip surgery during training camp. And it took them until they were in the locker room, Tyrod Taylor, or or at the training room in London, Tyrod and Sammy Watkins to talk and really talk it out. They both had to get their ass busted at the same time. Yeah, so they're both hurt. And (laughs) pretty much Sammy's like, throw me the ball. I'll knock it down or I'll catch it. We've heard that. We've already heard all this. But come on, man. It took that long to develop chemistry. And and now you know the established quarterback. You know who's starting. Excuse me. Then again, they developed the chemistry last year. Now it's time for Tyrod to develop chemistry with the other guys around him now. So this is kind of neat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you already built that block of chemistry with Sammy. Yes, could you work on it more? Yes, yes, you will. You will, but you guys are on the same page. Let's see what's on the depth chart behind you. Let's see who's going to step up and fill in. And, and, and it's so interesting to me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's it? That's it. That's all I got, man. I mean... I want to see some of these depth chart guys, and I mean, I'm looking over the, I'm looking over the free agent wide receivers over here, and it's, it's pretty beat. There's some, there's some, some old guys on there. You got your Anquan Bolden, your Roddy. No, I would take if we and hit, and if your we're Marcus Colston. I would take Anquan Bolden tomorrow. I would trade for Steve Smith. Three first round picks. Yo, Anquan Bolden is thirty five. Yo, not for nothing, did his production go down? 
I mean, that's how I look at it. All right, can he all still, right. Can he still do it? Now keep in mind, he actually stayed in San Francisco. It was in a freaking tire fire. Like somebody's gonna pick up Bolden. He's bold. Anquan Bolden will play. I don't see how he doesn't. Then again, I'm gonna get so corrected by somebody. Oh, uh, have you seen the San Fran tape? No, but you have. So correct me and give me the real answer because I haven't. So there's this the crap I'm spewing. So here's an issue I got. I was talking about. Yeah, the Bills should try to get Greg Jennings. He's not that old. He's 32. Is he 32 now? Yeah. Shit. So. Yo, I would I would be into that though. And and you you have your little Vikings thing with your dad, like, whatever. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I got Mike Wallace on my on my team right. there. I I I I feel like I'm just being a goofball now throwing that. Yeah, you're being there. an asswipe. Yeah, I'm an asswipe. Yeah, me too. So essentially, there was a tweet thrown out there from the dude at Buffalo Rumblings. I'm not trying to shred shred Brian Galfer, but what he said is is he brought up good points. He didn't say any opinions, but he goes Lawson shoulder surgery, Raglan a large aorta, Williams the new the new running back they got coming off foot. Listen, B, sports hernia, Seymour, vision issues. Okay, I look at this chart, this little thing here, this, this like, irritated me, especially the tweet after. Like, I, I just got into, like, man, dude, you run a site. I would be so active on that, on SB Nation, on Buffalo Rumblings, and, like, what the hell happened? Because I used to exchange emails, and it was always decent, you know? And I'm a... I can't live in that. And think about this. Seymour, we already talked about that cornerback they grabbed in the sixth round out of USC. The kid could not see. Yeah. He could not see. And the doctors tell him, yo, uh, we don't know how you play football at this, at this level. He's like, what do you mean? He goes, well, they couldn't figure out how he, how he could like get in position but then not make these interceptions. Right. Okay, guess what? Vision issues corrected. I'm calling it now. Seymour is going to be one of the biggest surprises in the draft if he sees the field much. Like, who knows though? He'll be number three, four, four, three at B, at, or four at best. Yeah. 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 I, no one's on seat in Roby. So then you got listen, B sports hernia. Guess what? The dude is rehabbing. Who cares? It's a damn sports hernia. The guy ran a four three nine on a jacked up sports hernia. Who gives a shit? Next up, Williams, the kid out of Arkansas. 100%. He's 100%. Okay, Reggie Ragland, enlarged aorta. I already covered this. So he gets more blood flow. How do you think he's so angry? Got more blood flow. So he's got a bigger tube. Big deal. And then Lawson. It's just room for more stem cells, right? No shit. No shit. And then, you know, stem cell Lawson. Yeah. Shoulder surgery. Okay, so you got one out of five to feel pissed off about. One out of five. Fuck it. You're talking about listen, B. Is the kid going to make the team? No. If you don't say have three really fast receivers on their team, and I think instead of having the one guy, like Goodwin, they're like, screw this, man. Let's get three twerps and see which one survives camp, and we're going to roll with that. Yeah, if they could get Percy Harvin back, they would. 
My man Percy Harvin is not a twerp. He just gets hurt a lot. When you're so athletic, dude, <laughs> you are trying to do moves that your body is not designed to do. And who knows if before the asteroid hit last are you, time, if, if are you if speaking we from experience? That. Yeah, incredible athlete. Yeah, your boy Miles over here. We have a guest in the room, Miles. He doesn't have a mic though, so he doesn't get. To he say don't anything. deserve a mic. He has not earned a mic spot. I mean, he's all right. Deacon just randomly brings people to my house. Yeah. Like, hey man, I know you got two pit bulls, like. But my friends want to die. You want to come over? Yeah, sure, dude. Just bring him over. But my house is cool. He's all right. He talks when talks to. No, like I me. like him. I'm glad you brought him by. He's better than I am. Yeah. Maybe one day he'll get a mic. Maybe one day. Yeah, well, that's a different podcast. He's a big Star Trek fan right here. At least yeah. he started just started watching it. Star Trek's good. Hi, Miles. You could say hi. You want to say hi? You want to yell? Yell hi. How's it going? Wow. Dude, that was louder than all of us. That was awesome. Yeah. That's going to come in stereo, too. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Because it hit both mics. That's going to be nice. So what I'm getting at here is... Let's, uh... I can't, I can't wait to see what we got coming up. I, I'm, I'm positive with this. I want to see who steps up in OTAs. Those are coming up. Yeah. Yep. I wonder. I wonder if the players wish they had more time. Wish they had more time on the field. You know what I mean? Do you think they like being limited? And I understand that why it is the way it is. But it seems like they're they're not in football shape. It seems like there's a lot of injuries. Yeah, I don't know, you know. Sometimes I wonder if they they like it at all. Like, it might just be like going to work is for me, you know. It, like, confuses me. You would think you would want... One year, I'm just going to write out all the rules. All the dumbass rules to, like, OTAs, mini camps, training camp. Because I wish I had a chart. I'm going to wear it on my wrist and put it on the whiteboard and just break down what they can and can't do. Because I know that there's a physical shape you need to get into. We all know this. You know, they say you got to get into football shape, which is why you worry about guys coming off of injuries. That, you know, training camp really helps them learn to take that. But if it's not in the game as much, you kind of wonder. It's like you're seeing sloppier technique. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just like so confusing to understand what they can and can't do. Because if I'm the quarterback of the team, I want to be with my coach for as many hours as possible. You know, I want to go over game tape, go over game tape, but they have these stupid-ass restrictions. And it's like, these players want to get better. And at the same time, if coaches know that they have a window for that, it's expected. I mean, look at how these OTAs go. Well, guess who didn't show up? 
Sue didn't show up to OTAs. Are you surprised? No. But he's going to get crucified. If Bruce Smith, the best defensive end to ever live, gets crucified for not making off-season stuff, and who do you, like, you can't get away with it. And that's exactly why they have that rule in place. I just wish, because as a Bills fan, we're always looking to stack bricks and build a foundation. And somewhere along the lines, you know, we can have that foundation built up great, but the quarterback has always been the issue. Now we have the quarterback, and we have chemistry with a freak wide receiver who could do a lot. But now we're like, shit, now we got a hole again, and we can really overreact. Yeah. And it's so easy to go down the hole. Just keep going down the hole and look at the draft picks like, like Brian Galford laid out, you know? And it's like, I just can't because I make a big deal out of everything else in my life already. And to do that with the Bills and I look at like for enjoyment, like I, we purposely, you and I, talk about the Bills positively because we tend to have a negative attitude with a lot of shit. We're very pessimistic. And we'll call it, we're, we're part of the real world. Like we believe in the real. At the same time, man, I can't, I just can't handle to live in that spew. I'm looking forward to seeing this Williams kid at running back. The, I should say the Williams last name replacement for Mario Williams Williams. Because they're going to have a good stable. They got the teams getting faster. The kids untapped potential. This cornerback, can he take the place of Leotis McKelvin? You know, I think, I think there's a lot of positives that come out. It's just I don't really get a vibe from the Bills either way for this whole situation. What's up with Shaq Lawson? You know, did they know about it? Like, that's the thing that bothers me. Did they know about it? And I shouldn't say it bothers me. I should say that's the big concern going around. Overall, if you're looking at Doug Whaley, which is one last topic I want to talk on, is don't blame Doug Whaley. If you're blaming Doug Whaley, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Mike Schaub will always say, at WGR Mike Schaub will say, about the Bills. If they want it, they go get it. That's the thing with Doug Whaley and ownership. And if they want it, they go get it. And he, Mike brought up a great point, too. He goes, sometimes it seems like these injuries are just... Or see, these pre-existing things, like Quanjo had pre-existing injuries, you know, knee problems, wouldn't be able to play pretty much with a second contract. Yeah, we heard all that, you know. And Mike's point is... Like, they don't seem to be concerned about it. They seem to always have, yeah, we know that. Don't even worry about that. I don't know where you're. No, everything's good. He's going to miss a few weeks. Right. He'll be back. And it's like they're, they do a good job with <laughs> yeah. their image. They, the, the Bills really do do a good job with their image at the same time. Oh, yeah, they're fucking nailing it. The, you can't be mad at Whaley, but what I read on the tea leaves here is, they wanted Shaq Lawson at all costs if he was available. Yeah. At they, all costs if he was available. What kind of... They would look like the biggest... They would have the most pie on their face if 
they really knew that this was going to happen with Shaq Lawson. Because what team is closer to Clemson than the Buffalo Bills? Rex Ryan's kid was Shaq Lawson's roommate at one point. I don't know if he was for all four years, but he at least was for year one. Roommate, teammate. Right. Whatever. They have class. They have the same major together. Rex has that Clemson helmet on sometimes. <laughs> that one time. Right. So. Sup. I Sup, think. Rex? I think when you point. I think when you point all that out, though, when we point out that they had inside knowledge with this team deeper than anybody. I kind of think maybe Shaq Lawson really went to the guy and said, hey, you know what? I want to get this done. I'd feel a lot better if I could get this done. I really think that's what happened. I don't think it was uh, Bills new and da 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 Sal Capaccio came on show up in Bulldog yesterday, and he was saying, you know, he, he explained an up-down drill. And he goes, you know, you could easily tweak something doing, you know, coming off the ground and really bursting. And, and you know, supposedly the word is Shaq Lawson was just doing a swim move or something tweaked it. But if the Bills really thought he was injured, do you think he would have been out there? No. At the same time, they were delicate with it and said the doc, our medical staff said he was cleared to play. You know, so he could have still played which is the big thing that I initially missed. He could have still played. I just think it took a lot of heart for him to say, let's get this done, if that's the case. Who knows? If he did say that, I don't know if the Bills are trying to take the brunt a little bit for him to protect him because the Bills read everything. They see what's on social media. They see that these fans are freaking lunatics. You know what I mean? I, I The stuff that we filter, and we're like, come on. And I'm filtering people who like have been influences of mine for us to do a podcast. It's Get real here. There's, uh, there's always going to be something wrong. Do you, you really think that you found that top four franchise quarterback that is going to get you into the tournament, deep into the tournament every year? You think you that that, that that's going to happen? Because the way the rules are set up right now, you're not getting that guy. And it's a, like they say, it's a quote-unquote passing league. Guess what? Why do you think guys are running the ball more? They're going to be running the ball more. Everybody's getting smaller on the field. They're having more hybrid guys. They're having pretty much lighter people on the field. Yeah. You're going to be able to run the ball. You don't have those like three hundred and sixty pound nose tackles anymore. Like, where are those guys? Like, they're. It's like the the league has its flows. You know what I mean. That's why I, I felt we were talking defense earlier with Rex. I felt like he was ahead of the curve. He's ahead. Of, his concepts are ahead of the curve. I just don't think they were being executed. I can't wait for this year. I can't wait, and. If you don't have that quarterback, what do you do? You gotta play. You, you gotta. You gotta figure something out. And time after time again, this team has built around not having a quarterback so well. They've put pieces. 
But yeah. we know for a fact that these guys they've picked up, if they played somewhere else, they'd be more successful. We've seen it. Especially receivers, you know. I, who do you have thrown in the ball? Yeah. It's always been a problem, <laughs> you know. What? How many years now? I think we have someone 20? nice. I think Tyrod Taylor is really nice to build on. Yeah. He, he I, is such a great interview to listen to. And again, I feel like I'm just talking about other people's shows, but he was interviewed on Howard Simon show on WGR. And, you know, he mentioned something about trash talk. Somebody asked him about trash talk. And he goes, no, I never trash talk. Never trash talk. And he's just so calm and very selective about what he wants to say, but you kind of you kind of wonder with, with this this all in thing if everything's going to pan out and i just hope that everything really works out for this team because we're so sensitive the bills fans are so sensitive that's what i'm saying like Shaq loss has got to protect oh, they, yeah, they, no, i'm so I, glad anything they that happens them. is the end of the freaking world man like truthfully it's kind of irritating but um yeah I've about had it, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's past my bedtime. All right. Well, there you have it. Keep your heads up. We'll keep you posted. Check our Twitter. Check numbillsfan.com. Adam D over here. He will throw up blog posts randomly. Randomly, yeah. I'm, I'm not real diligent, but I do what I can. Yeah, writing is a weird thing for us. It's uh, we're we're talkers. We we're talkers first, but whatever. Go there, check it out. Anyways, there's some stuff you can listen to the podcast. You can look at our Twitter, whatever, whatever. And you keep need to in do. touch with us. Any show ideas? Anybody? Subscribe you to us on iTunes. Tell your friends. iTunes. Anything where podcasts can be found. Find me on Twitter, Numb Bills fan. I'm Numb Bills Adam D. That's and we're it. out. See it.